This is the best of The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Catch them weekdays for the all-new Hyundai Kona. Welcome to the best of The Run Home. It's Fletch at Missile this afternoon, and we previewed the Bunnies 2024 season. All right, Fletch, it's time for the Rabbitohs 2024 season preview. But mm. before we go forwards... Uh, we've got to go back. We've got to go We've back. we got to go way, way back. Uh, just a quick around the grounds. Uh, South Africa, five for 41 in the women's cricket. Australia flogging them. <laughs> flogging them. Uh, all right. Cut 20, our suffers. 2023 <laughs> for the Rabbitohs. A year to forget, I dare say. Well, so They, uh, they, they know, were eight and three at the start. It was half a year to forget. Yes. The first half of the year, everyone was waxing lyrically about them. Uh, I had them as my premiership favourites at the start of the year. Yep. And for whatever reason, um, downhill from there. It was their defence, that back end. I think they were averaging like 28, 30 points mm. the last six or eight weeks of, of the uh, premiership. It and was, following those results was the turmoil off the field. Uh, Sam Burgess gone before the end of the season. So this is a big year for J- Jason Demetrio. Yeah. I tell you it's a big year for Lockie um, Ilias. Because South, predominantly, they love going to that left side. And why wouldn't you? you got Cody and you got Luttrell. Mm. Um, you got Alex Johnson who's just scoring tries for fun. But I think now it's Lachlan Ilias' third year, if I'm right. Yep. He's now got to take – and he was predominantly on the right. Well, he, he does. He plays on the right there. And, he ha- and he's got Kaloa Matangi. He did have Campbell Graham there, but he's not going to be there for a little while. But he, I don't know whether Jack Whiten – will play right centre. He's a left-side player. They might move Tass over there. But Lachlan Ilias has to take control. And it is very hard for a young halfback to overcall experienced players like a Luttrell or like a, a yeah. Cody Walker. But at the moment, they're very easy to read. Yeah, They're very easy to read because they're all coming down the left-hand side. side. So Luttrell played 16 matches. Yep. Uh, for a marquee player, is that enough? There was a, a solid mix of both injury and suspension, a couple of brain explosions towards the back end of the year. Mm. Of course, there was the incident with the country music concert. You know, there, it was a turbulent season for Luttrell. Started off brilliantly again, yep. like the, the Rabbitohs as a whole, and seriously faded towards the end. It, it did, and he, yeah, he has to play. For South to do, and you know, we, we know what happened when it, in the 2022 2022, when he got suspended, missed the grand final. Yeah, it was Blake Taft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Latrell. And that's like every team. They need their, their best players. He is more than just their best player. He's probably one of the best players in the competition. So, yeah, Latrell needs to play over 20 games. Uh, gains and losses. So they've gained Jack Whiten and Sean Kepi, a bit of depth for their front row stocks. A lot of losses, though. Hame Sele, Blake Taft, Jed Cartwright, Terrell, Carlo Carlo. Uh, three of those signings uh, of, of losses, Sele, Taff and Cartwright, all played a pivotal role in season 2023. Uh, the question marks over the squad, if we just run through the squad quickly, Luttrell at fullback, obviously. Mm. Plethora of outside backs. Johnson, Tass, Munro, Milne, uh, Campbell Graham, Whiten, uh, Isaac Thompson, heap of outside backs. Mm-hmm. 5'8", Cody Walker's got that locked down. Halfback is interesting. So young Dean Hawkins led uh, South Sydney to uh, a premiership in the New South Wales Cup, yep. and then they won the, the State Cup as well. So he's putting a little bit of pressure on Lachlan Ilias. Um, yeah, he's had a few cracks, um, young Dean Hawkins. I, st- I still think Lachlan Ilias is 
the first choice halfback. Yeah, well, absolutely. And I, I think it's he's got it in his game. We've seen snippets in games when he's taken the line on, like he he can kick. His best asset is his defence, which mm. is in first grade. You got to get your defence right. You see yeah. so many young halves come in and they're flashy. They they love getting the ball uh, when they've when they're on the attack. It's when they get on the defence that you can see they get found out a little bit. So I, th- I can see why Jason Demetrio is persevering with Lockanilius because in defence he's pretty solid. Yeah, but it, you need to add have another string to your bow, and which he's got. But he's I think it's. I don't know whether it's a confidence thing with him. I don't know whether he he thinks, oh, I'm only a kid. Mm. I, I I don't want to step on any toes. But he needs – this is the year where he needs to stand up and make this team his own. Pretty stuck to get in the forwards. Cam Murray, Jai Arrow, Kalo Matangi. Uh, young Talis Duncan is an up-and-comer, one to watch this year. Yep. Stole him from the Roosters, which you rarely see players going that way. <laughs> Tom Burgess, Totola, Moali, Kepi. Shaq Mitchell, uh, Siluka for feeder, and then of course uh, in the hooking row we've got Damian Cook with depth of Peter Mamazoulis. Yeah, well, uh, we talk about when this is another rugby leagueism, you know, the premiership window. Mm. You would think that they're all getting a little bit older. Cody's, you know, in his thirties. Cookie's been around a little while. Is this a window that's going to be closing very, very shortly? Could be. Uh, what, what What do you think of their chances this year? Because I don't, I don't have him in my eight. And you I don't. Have, no. I, it's not because it's just the fact that I th- I think there's the teams who have got more upside. Okay, yeah. Look, I just think with the spine, including Mitchell, Walker, and and Cook, anything other than a top eight finish would be mm. um, a disaster for South Sydney. Uh, if Jason Demetrio was to miss two straight final series, he'd be in big trouble. You thinking Wayne Bennett, Sam Burgess combo? Oof, like Bennett, no names. I don't one's, hate it. One's the schnitzel. <laughs> one's the penne. Well, I don't hate it. Uh, this is an interesting story that's coming out. So Campbell Graham is out for six months. Now, he had that sternum injury right through the back of yep. half of last year and was struggling the whole way through. I'm very surprised that this wasn't dealt with then. I know sternum issues, you can play with them, you can needle them up, you can um, overcome the, the, the pain, but surprising that they didn't – now he has to have surgery. Surprising they didn't do that at the back end of last year and just – Well, I think – and I've never really heard of anyone getting surgery on their sternum. Yeah. They're very hard to heal because there's no blood flow there. You know, you, you, right. you feel your chest now. Listen, mm. if you're out there, and I'm saying your own chest, don't feel <laughs> anyone else's in, in, in your car or at home or on the train, there's not, there's not much tissue there or muscle. Mm. So there's not much protection there. So the blood flow doesn't really get to it. What I, would the I, surgery be? I don't know. A plate, Mate, a plate probably putting a plate across there, and they are so painful. Mm. They are ridiculously painful. You can needle them, but it doesn't do it doesn't do much for it. And you could see, and because Campbell Graham, I remember when Billy Smith played, the Chooks played him, and he was marking Billy Smith, and Billy Smith was just running, just fending him off, yeah. which is, that's not how Campbell Graham def- defends. So um, I think they probably thought, right, we'll give him a rest. We'll give him those three or four months off. Hopefully it will repair, but obviously it hasn't. So if he's out for six months, I can't see him playing this year. It's a huge loss. It's a huge loss. And then to compound that, Jack Whiten is out for the start of the season, suspended. Uh, Cody Walker looks like he's going to miss Vegas potentially. And young Tyrone Munro is also out with injury. So calf, 
Is it a calf for Cody Walker? I think it is. Yeah, I think Cody Walker's a calf. I yeah. think Munro was a collarbone. Um, a I calf I injury. Saw. That's the old man. That's the old man uh, injury. Yeah. So, yeah. I know it's it's it's. I had them winning the comp. They were my premiership favourites last year. And to say in 12 months they've gone downhill, um, yeah, it's, it's it's tough for the Bunnies. But, yeah, you know, I'm sure if they kept – if they get this side that you just read out on the field and they stay healthy, uh, of course they can. Of course they can finish top four. So if you had to lock down a position, are you giving bands or are you giving a? I've just got other teams in there. I've got Manly jumping them. Yeah, and I've got the Cowboys in them. So you say like a ninth to twelfth? Yeah. G'day, welcome back to the best of run home. There was no Joel. It was the missile and myself in here, and we chatted all things prostitution in Vegas and sex traps. And then we had the f- backs. Yes, dear Jared, in the new studio for the first time. And it was a beauty. NRL players told to watch out for scammers. Oh, yes. Uh, and sex this. traps. The sex trap extortion. Well, yeah. Keep what have you heard about this? Oh, so at oh, least I haven't heard. 40, oh, at least 40 protection guards will be deployed in a multi-million dollar NRL operation as America's top Super Bowl security boss warned stars of sex traps and extortion attempts in Las Vegas. Well, I think I know what they might be referencing here. Are they, but are they referencing colonels? Are they Colonel Rambookers? I think so. Is that what they are? Okay. So the colonels are out in force, but would, would they know, because they're obviously US, USA-based, are they doing their uh, due diligence, as Sugar likes to say? Are they getting on, they're getting on the, on the World Wide Web and looking for... So what happened? They attack married men. They attack them. They like drop bears. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I do know that. Um, I do know that LJs are illegal in Nevada. Prostitution is illegal. How many LJs do you think were in Vegas during the Super Bowl? Oh, I'd, I'd hate to. I'd hate to count. None. Brooksy. Yeah. So it seems like there's a task force that was set up for the Super Bowl because there's a lot of. NFL players, celebrities all going to Las Vegas. Mm. So that same task force has sort of gone now to the NRL and gone, hey, these are the things that we were getting ready for with the Super Bowl that oh. you guys, who haven't been here before, you know, it might be your first trip to America, need to consider when you're out and about in Las Vegas. Right. So, you know, we've seen uh, documentaries on uh, players getting caught on social media. Mm. Um, catfished uh, Manti Teo. Oh, yes. So, I so think are you thinking players a... are going to be planning in advance or do you think that these uh, extortionists are going to approach players in clubs or pubs or parties and not tell the players that they're LJs no, and, and subsequently blackmail them? And they're doing a lot of research. So, you know, they'll, they'll find out that there's – well, they have found out that there's these NRL stars, these Australian sports stars yeah. with big social – platforms coming over who might have a bit of money. So they might target a couple of these players mm. from the four teams and, you know, might bump into them. Are you saying out. they – because they, I know it was a big a, – a real worry for American sportsmen and um, singers and artists about falling pregnant and then using mm. the, – because remember Drake used to put Tabasco sauce yep. in, the, in his Keith yeah. Bonnies uh, and they couldn't use it <laughs> because um, – and, and a lady tried to use it. So Keith Bonney, Kirk Yeeman, tried to <laughs> impregnate herself, but there was Tabasco sauce in it, and then she sued Drake. Yeah, mm. what a joke. By the way, have you seen Drake's photos online? Yep. Holy <laughs> hell. Yeah. He's no Sun Young. 
<laughs> Keep going with this story. I'm interested to know about this. All right. So Las Vegas police boss Kendall Bell was called in on Wednesday morning by the NRL to address players and officials from the four clubs ahead of the Vegas trip. Bell, who was in charge of security at last Monday's Super Bowl, gave players insight into why Vegas is known as Sin City. Mm. What De- happened to what state? What goes on in Vegas stays in Vegas. Apparently no longer. He uh, detailed the tricks and potential traps when the NRL caravan arrives in the tourist mecca. Did you see any potential traps? No traps with um, me, Matthew Gordon. And, but uh, we're middle-aged men. <laughs> we are middle-aged fat men. We were too drunk. But I'm just wondering, are you saying these well, these, these, uh, these prostitutes have, have no morals, basically? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, what Bell's saying, he's he's urging players and officials to avoid the dark temptations of Vegas, most notably alcohol, drugs, and sex. What else is there? <laughs> what else is there? Gambling? Well, he hasn't he hasn't discouraged no, gambling because who who pays his wage? Yeah, uh, he's flagged the risk of drink spiking. Uh, he's implored players yeah. not to speak to strangers <laughs> or yeah, leave enough. their drinks with groups of people. And he has warned NRL players to avoid taking women back to their rooms. This could leave them leave them vulnerable to extortion yeah. attempts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I like how that's going to happen after what's just happened with the Broncos. You're telling them not to go to the room. So where are they going to go now? Like people will be filming stuff. There's so many Aussie people over there. Yeah. Imagine. I don't want to say names, but let's say a Roosters player yeah. and a girl are out on the strip. Say the name. They're not going to go... Say the name. No. I say my name. Say my name. But, um, you know, this is the whole thing. Like, we've, they've been telling players to keep it under wraps. Now it's not keeping I, I, it under wraps. I, just don't do anything at all. You know what? I, I just, I'm not speaking for the ladies of the night here, but... I think they've got bigger fish to fry. Than NRL players. Than NRL players. Like, Vegas is a mecca Oil for a lot of... Yes, a lot of rich... Yeah, they're not going to knock on a Tedesco's door. For, what's that? Only five. He's only really on five hundred thousand US. Take away tax. Take away super. Ah, he's nothing. He's mm. on nothing. Those Broncos third party deals, though. Oh yeah, TPAs. Well, I think they'd just be happy to get their STDs hourly rate TPAs. for some <laughs> NRL players. <laughs> STIs and TPAs. There's a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery Man says, Volk points into Rob Whittaker points gets you $7.70. That's my tip. Mystery Man. Is that good? Good mail. Yeah, I like both of those. I think if both those fighters win, it will be on points. Okay. Well, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no, it's just a false alarm. Oh, no, it's not. Sorry. Sorry, mate. Sorry, buddy. I've got to get the facts here. Sorry. Oh! Ah, here we go. Dear Jared. Maybe I've been thinking about this as I spit on my shoulder. I'm thinking maybe it's Gerard. Dear Gerard. Gerard Bala. Yeah, Gerard, um, Gerard Depardieu. Dear Jared, my hot boss gave me the best sex on a one-night stand, and now I'm thinking about calling off my engagement. I haven't fallen for him. He flirts with every female at work, and I don't think I could ever trust him. Besides, he's planning to propose to his girlfriend in a couple of weeks. I'm 27, he's my boss, and he's 38. Mm. He and I hooked up at a, up uh, after a colleague's 40th birthday party. He was very attentive all night, made sure we left at the same time. We shared a taxi and invited me into his flat. It was the most amazing night of sex I've ever had. 
Now I'm thinking about whether my fiancé is the right guy for me. This is about sexual compatibility. My boss has done me a favour and underlined just how lame my sex life is with my, with my fiancé. Mm. Unfortunately, my fiancé, who's 32, is a lovely guy. Very kind, very thoughtful. The one thing which makes me doubt him is he's very small sexually compared to other men I have slept with. She sounds like a grassy, this girl. He doesn't have a complex about it, and I haven't said anything which might dent his confidence, but there is no foreplay when we have sex. It's all over within minutes. He continues to make plans for our wedding, and I can't get excited about it. I worry I'll stray, I'll stray again, even though I know he would be a great husband. I love him, but I also want to have good sex. And to be honest, he bores me in the bedroom. Jared, what should I do? I'm going to throw this over because I don't know who this Jared is. What about this lady? What do you think? What's she got to do here? It's a tough one, isn't it? Well, is her relationship more than just sex or is sex that pivotal to her relationship that she can't go without? She's she's, already strayed. She's 27. I love him, but I also love good sex. And to be honest, he balls me in the uh, the cot. Can she come to an arrangement with him that... uh, Open? Yeah. Like Will Smith. Maybe Jay bring another partner Smith. into the equation. Nah, can't be doing that. What would you do, tourist? Um, What's the advice? You're a dirtbag, the fishnet thing <laughs> on. I think he should maybe take a quick trip to Vegas. I mean, that seems to be where all the uh, the colonels are. And that might be the, that might be the, the it's answer. Her. Her. It's her. There are male colonels. I think... Uh, no, there's not. They're, they're called gigolos. And... Uh, yeah, well. We don't believe in them. We don't believe now. My mate actually partook him. It became a gigolo, oh. and said it was a lot of just sitting down, drinking wine, and talking to older older ladies who were um, in the corporate world, mm. who would work all day, work 12, 14 hours, then meet at a hotel. And he thought, I, we all both thought, because I was living through him, he thought this is going to be great. This is going to be, but. A lot of the um, women just wanted to sit down, have a wine, and talk. Did he have a mm. gigolo name, like a special? Yeah, Ricardo. <laughs> Ricardo, and if you're listening, Check Ricardo, out. you can just text me oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Yeah, so tourist um, tourist advice is to go to Vegas. Some of these messages coming through, I don't think we can read them out on air, but yep, uh, maybe go to one of those. Um, Online sex stores. Love honey. Love honey. Yeah, but and might and and get advice. No, or use an apparatus. Yeah, apparatus. Yeah, okay. Or coach him. Coach the guy. Tell That's him. Tell him he's no good. Tell him how he can do better. I know. Give I him mean, a hand. He might be a little bit, um, sort of downstairs. Yeah, a little bit uh, inadequate downstairs. But he's still got a Robert Young. Yeah. Everyone's got a Robert. <laughs> that is. <you> <laughs> There's ways around everything, Fletcher. There right. is. There's many ways to skin a cat. That's correct. And this... Don't invite that into your bedroom because, uh, or many ways, yeah, that's another word for uh, small cat. <laughs> Break, back with more. Welcome back to the best of the run home. It was Fletcher and Missile this afternoon, and we chatted to Matty Johns. We spoke Valentine's Day, upcoming NRL trial games, and Vegas is just around the corner. Who was the worst influence on who? Not me. Time for one of your favourite guests of the week. Ah, uh, yes. I see him twice a week now. Is that too much? No, it's, no, it's never what too much. What about off the back of Vegas? Uh, no. 
Was uh, he a was... bad influence on you in Vegas? Was Matty a bad influence? Yeah. Uh, no, he wasn't a bad influence. Okay. We were all in it together. Matty Johns, welcome to the run home. Missile, how you going? Hey, Fletch. Hello, Matthew. Uh, just going, just before I um, go back, uh, just have a chat with you. A mate has texted me through, and we're just talking about the uh, sex traps over in, you know, the, oh, yeah, yeah. all the colonels yep. and that over in Vegas. Apparently, there's an app in America where mm. it you can, um, in your local city, you click on your app, and the nightclub or the venue or the pub or the restaurant for people to go and see them. Um, so the venue will say, yep, we've got Travis Kelsey, for example, in our pub yep. tonight. So all the all the sex trappers get down there. Oh, it, it's a, it's an app. Dangerous. Yes, yes. So that's crook. That, that should be oh, illegal. Wow. Correct. It should be. What's what, it called? I'm not, I'm not too, too sure what it is, but my <laughs> mate was just, was just telling me that that's uh, a legit thing. Mm, it's an app wow. to tell you where sports stars are at in, in your city. Mm, Go down wow. there. Get the Tabasco in the Keith Bonnie, all that, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> you know that, you know that rort. Yeah. Oh man! That's anyway, Matthew, uh, welcome. What have you been doing today? Fletch, not uh, mate. I've been preparing. We got a myself and Cooper got a big podcast tomorrow. Yep. With the missile himself. Oh, oh, hang on. You kept that quiet. Hmm. Well, I didn't know if it was under wraps or not. No, oh, mate. Yeah, right. let it go. Let it go, Missile. We've got, we've got Luke Brooks early in the afternoon. We've got yes. Missile. Now, is Rose coming over, Missile? Uh, she was just asking me then. So she wanted to know, is this purely business or would there be um, dinner oh. or drinks or something on the side? Look, look, James, speak to uh, Fletch. He'll, he'll let you know uh, clearly that I mix business with pleasure. So we'll do, if you're interested... We'll do the podcast, and then yes. we'll wander down to my local. Yes. And with the girls we want, have a beer and a meal. If you're interested. Sounds Perfect. good. Yeah, make I'll Matt, lock her make in. Make Maddie shout. Now, since being in <laughs> Vegas, Maddie's just shouting everyone. It's I love it. I can't help what it. What happened, Matthew? What happened in Vegas that you've brought back to Australia where you're just getting that uh, black MX out and just going, boom, oh, tap, tap, Fletch, tap, tap. Fletch, it's just it's so bizarre. A couple of times in Vegas, waking up in the morning and getting home late, like, I saw my life a few times flash before my eyes, and I just realised how pathetic my life was. And I thought, I'm going to, I'm going to make amends. I'm going to come back and treat all my loved ones with the love and respect they deserve, right. and which includes splitting bills. Uh, good work. Um, yeah, just no, on, j- just that. on tomorrow, uh, the, yep. the chat with the missile. Uh, I'd imagine the enhanced games will be on top of it. I don't want. I don't want you to. Well, uh, this wasn't yeah, pre-planned, Fletch. The the enhanced. So Maddie no. and I spoke before all of this. Oh, okay. So this is just going to be another string to the bow. Yeah, I assume so. Mm. Yeah. Well, if it does work, because Maddie and I, we've discussed. We have discussed that we were just saying how, what you were talking about, missile. How in America now, how the uh, anti-aging and all that sort of stuff. Mm. And the yeah. Peptide, we thought, wouldn't it be good as middle-aged men to to Maybe dip our toes in into that sort of gear. Yeah, uh, pardon the pun. But um, mm. uh, Matty, are you still keen to to explore it? Fletch, I'm keen to get my testosterone levels tested. Yeah, and get back mm. to my as good as I can be. Yeah, that's so at the moment. I, I'm just, I, mate. I had a look at myself the other day. You know, like you know, we all kid ourselves. We look at ourselves at a certain angle in the mirror, and just go, yeah. Well, mate, I got a photo the other day, and I just looked like I had I had droopy. Um, triceps yep. and I looked and I just went oh man 
I'm starting to look like my grandfather. I'm getting that old man look. Yeah, you know? it's a dog's body. So, mate, it's, I, 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 I just don't want it, Fletch. It's a bad look for the show. So I think we should go together and get our testosterone levels checked. Yeah. And been put back to what they should be. I think so too. Is, is this sort of dangerous sort of stuff, Miss Hole? To be no. To be. I mean, it's God's work. Are we sort of? Yeah, it's not putting anything foreign into your body. It's no. the it's it's a hormone that's naturally occurring, right? So it's just bringing your levels back up to restore all those sort of energy yeah. levels. But it's not libido. natural. It's not natural. There must be a reason why God does this to us, if there is a God. Uh, yeah, it's God slowly <laughs> killing us. Yes, <laughs> but you, we can't live forever. Careful. You be yeah. careful, Flash. You used to you used to own this network. <laughs> <laughs> the big man himself. Ah, uh, yeah, he's in town. Actually, yeah. he's in town. Yeah. Now, yeah, Matthew, yeah. the footy starts tonight. Let's talk about. I, oh, I, I yes. made something quite controversial. I'm. Uh, I was a huge South fan as a, as a youngster. Mm. I'm South captain, and I've uh, said I don't think they're going to make the eight. What say wow. you, uh, Johnsy? Fletcher, I think they will. Yep. I have looked through their side. They've just got too many good players. Mm. Um, it's just, mate, it's the old thing with, with Souths. And we, we said this from, you know, about a third of the way through the season last year, is that Souths can win the comp. They can win the comp next year or this season. It's it's just about where their heads are and where their attitude is. And we saw it coming last year. We saw it from about midway into the season. They had They were fantastic, knocking off all the top sides. Then they just went off a cliff. And, and the bad Souths that I see when I go, oh, mate, they're, they're starting to come undone in a game and sometimes it's symbolic of their season is when they just pour that much more energy into their attack than they do, than they do their defence. But also they get frivolous with the football and they just blow chances because they trust their attack so much. They just go, oh, you know, we'll get another one in a couple of minutes. And last year it caught up with them. They couldn't get their discipline back. They you know, couldn't get it back. So I, I think they will, Fletch. Mm. I, I'd like to see how they use uh, Jack Whiten. Um, you know, the, the, mainly people will say you'll play in the centres. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing him as a lightweight thirteen a little bit, giving Cam, Cameron Murray a spell every now and then. I think, I think as he gets older, that could just about be his best spot. Yeah, I suppose now that it's sort of forced their hand with the Campbell Graham injury, though, mm. isn't it? Oh, really? Yeah. So I suppose. Because there was talk that he wanted to play fullback and Latrell to six yeah. and Cody to seven. My question to you, Matty, as mm. a young half coming through, because I was saying sometimes, we're just talking about Lachlan Ilias, and yep. sometimes it's very hard for a young half coming through to demand mm. the ball when you've got senior players in. But at the end of the day, the halfback lives and dies by the results, and the coach mm. is the first one to go to. Did you find That's... that coming through as a younger half hard to... And you had some of those old head forwards too. So yeah. get out of the way, Matthew. Yeah, that's how it was. So when Joe and I first came into first grade, we had like Chief and Tony Butterfield and uh, Mark Sargent, all these guys who were you know, international and top-line front rowers and back rowers, and they should just go, get out of the way. Yeah. And it took us a long while. After the game, we got over beer, and they say, mate, listen, you've got to tell us what to do. And I was like, <laughs> mate, I was. Yeah. And, you tell, and they said, listen, you just your job is... When you wear a six or a seven, your job is to tell us to get the hell out of the way and just tell us where to go on the field. And if you say anything to us on the field and give it to us, we won't take it personal. Mm. And so um, the next week I did, and one of the front rowers never spoke to me again. <laughs> but do you get that? I get that impression when I watch Lachlan Ilias play. Mm. Um, you sort of think to because they they always go left, which is which yeah. is right because they're so dangerous on the left hand side. But surely 
defensive sides now go, oh, then I'm going to leave one short yeah. on the on the short side because Lockett and Lewis isn't going to overcall the ball. Well, well, I thought I thought last year when they started belting sides like Brisbane and uh, and Penrith and had that really sweet spot, is they were setting up the same formation. So I'm going just to the far post or a little bit past it. But the difference was half of the time Lachlan was taking the ball and going the same way. Mm. He was just given a lot of variation. He and Kalamatangi and Campbell struck up some really some some you know some nice little formations out there and the really big threat and that complemented what you know Cody was doing over the other side of the field. And that's the other thing, boys, is losing Campbell Graham is a big big loss to Lachlan Nellius. Uh, Lachlan was very good last year uh, at times of playing up short sides, that right-hand short side, and his man was Campbell Graham. Like Campbell and he knew really, Campbell read his ball playing very, very well. So that's a big loss to, to Lachlan as well. But the bottom line is you've just got to, you've basically got to div- divorce yourself from your natural self, if that makes sense, and just get out there and bark and yell and scream and tell them what to do. Hey, Matty, just away from football for a second. Yesterday was Valentine's Day. Mm. I want to understand the dynamics of Valentine's Day in the John's household where young Cooper and partner are living under the same roof as as yourself and Trish. Was it a double date scenario or did you (laughs) exchange plans with Cooper? I just said date. (laughs) (laughs) How, How did that work in the same house? Oh, this is bad because I, it wasn't, mate, I, I, I totally forgot it was on. We don't really celebrate it anyway. Nah, no, me neither. I, you know, I, I'm sort of getting to the age, actually, once I said I was giving away being a tight ass, but when the, when the kids were sort of younger and Easter and that, I said, hey, mate, it's just a marketing employee from the supermarket. It's not going to buy anything. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so we did. Now, I had, mate, I, I totally forgot it was on. I'm not the most romantic person. I'll I'll be torn out. It's a, probably a shock re- revelation, but I'm I'm just not I'm not wired for it. What about Cooper? Yeah, he's only he's, he's only like a year in or something, right? So he's got to go big. Secret dirtbag, secret mm. um, secret Lothario, like yeah, romantic. I I've heard him. I've caught him a few times, having a bit of a talk there, and mate, it was it was it was quite sickening actually. How, I'd like to hear his secrets because he is. Have, have you seen Cooper's? partner Fletch he's, he's batting well above um, his average I haven't uh, is this is this the one I'm, Tanner yeah but is this uh, Matthew he was going out with her a while ago and they broke up and it's rekindled oh I didn't know about yes. that yes yes I have oh, seen okay. that sorry I, I didn't know about that Ma- Matthew what about you when you're in the house and <laughs> is there any sort of song going on in the bedroom to, to muffle and then you know, ah, oh, right, they're, they're getting down. <laughs> is there a sign? Because I only say this because I had my two nephews over last I've night. Heard, I've heard some rumours that Cooper is very open about what is happening in the house. Oh, okay. Um, oh. Just rumours. I, my, I my two nephews uh, staying. They're about 13 and 14, and um, they're, they're in the spare room. It's right next to my jo- uh, my room. Oh, anyway, no. they were in there doing something <laughs> naughty uh, with themselves, and I came in, and I, I blew up, right? And I, I barged in. <laughs> And I just said, boys, if you keep doing, I'm boys. telling you, they're two boys. Yeah, and I said, boys, if you keep doing that, no, no, they, you know, they were sort of having a Hillary, corners, having a Hillary, different corners, having a Hillary in the same yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, so in I different burst. corners. <laughs> and I'm, 
They're yeah. facing away from each other. So I burst in and I said, boys, I'm serious. If you keep doing that, you're going to go blind. And they said, Uncle Brian, we're over here. So. <laughs> uh, that just came to me. Uh, well, I'm going to go now. That was my mic drop moment. Oh, it's very good, Fletch. Yeah, no. Um, very, very, very. Mate, I tell you, we only seen each other twice a week. It feels a bit weird. It does. Doesn't it? Can't wait to get the gang back together again. Oh, the gang is getting back together. Uh, the footy's on tonight, Matthew. 7 o'clock. I love it. 7 o'clock. You'll be, I'm sure you're going to be into it. Bulldogs versus Storm. Um, mm. Give me a, give me a, um, give me a feel where you think the Bulldogs will finish this year. I think they'll go up into the mid table. Okay. I, like I'll state the obvious is they got to get off to a good start. But if you get off to a good start and you start to get that, you know, bit of confidence and that winning feeling, I, I just think Cameron Serraldo learned a lot from last year, and I think he'll be far better off. I think he'll have a far better idea about the strengths and or how the side should play. Crichton's just enormous in, mm. and they've got a little bit of depth. You know, look, I would say that you wouldn't look at them and say outside of Crichton they've gone and picked up a really big top liner, but they've picked up some really solid professionals like Drew Hutchinson and, mate, the sex on legs, Toby Sexton. Yep. He's, he's a good footballer, Toby, yep. young fella who's on the way up, Lake Taff. I think oh, yeah, I've I got to – and Jacob Preston too. Very, very good leader. It's going to be a year older. I reckon they can sneak up into the mid-table. But, mate, they've got to get, like, you know, it's a big year for Matty Burton and for Reed Marnie. Mm. For those, and, and Veliami Kickout as well. Yeah. For those three blokes, those three blokes, in my opinion, let them down last year. Well, I was going Because they were bought there to be leaders. Welcome back to the best of the run home. And, wow, look at this bloke. He is looking for a girlfriend, but he's also... Up there in camp, and we spoke to the great Nico Hines from the All-Stars Clash coming up on Saturday. Nico Hines, take a bow. Nico Hines, <laughs> welcome to the run home. Hey, guys, how are you? Yeah, Sorry. going good, Nico. Now, before we get into the chat, uh, number seven in the hottest 100, disappointed? Uh, what, what 100 are you talking about? You know, the hottest 100 <laughs> in the world of the uh, Rugby League fraternity. Vote As voted on the roast, you're number seven. I think you were number three last year, and you know where you were last year. <laughs> Come on, Nico. Uh, I've actually been on social media. I've been in uh, camp all weeks. Oh, uh, okay. Well, well, you were number seven. Okay. Well, okay. That's that's good. So your social media is that since when? Uh, when I go into these camps and you need to be connected to the boys around you, you know, you probably don't know about that much anymore, Fletch. No. Your phone, but, no. Um, that's yeah, a good policy. So we're, we're trying to connect as much as we could. And this week, yeah, just trying to stay away from the noise of that and, I knew the hot, hottest 100 was coming up eventually, and I just didn't want to see it. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's fair yeah, enough. I don't need that drama in my life right now. <laughs> so, I was number one. Oh, you won last year. Okay, no, yeah, that's fine. I so. But so, you, I thought you mean you weren't going to be on social media at all this year. Well, how am I going to get a girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> on those, yeah. Well, okay, okay. How are you going to get a girlfriend? You Well, it's yeah. Missile. How Why are you looking he, at me? Because you're of this vintage of... Sort of Nico's age. Yeah. How, how does he? How does he get a girlfriend? I imagine it wouldn't be that hard, but in the top ten of the hottest one hundred. But it was, it was Valentine's Day yesterday, Nico. So are we assuming that it was a quiet day for love in your life? <laughs> um, Missile, yeah, that is correct. It was a very quiet day. Although my night didn't finish until after midnight. Um, oh. Whatever. Whether that was for cultural antics in camp or something else, I'm not sure. Oh, what was the cultural antics? What'd you get up to? No, nah, we're just doing our practice and our dance. For oh, the- oh yes. yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. How how how's it been, mate? How's um 
how's camp been? Has it been any different to last year? You got Latrell now as the uh, as the skipper. No, nah, it's been the same. This is what we're continuing to build here in um, Indigenous All Stars camp now, and just being proud of our culture and and continuing to continuing to evolve um, into the proud that we are. And uh, it started back in my first camp in 2022, and we've had the same cultural advisors, the same sort of core leaders of players and um yeah we're just evolving and, and it's such so nice to see and seeing all the new boys come in and to get amongst it straight away it's the proudest part of of my year and um yeah it's just something we look forward to doing every year so what happens nico when you go into camp do you, do you talk about yourself do you talk about your families do you talk about um where you've come from what when you get first come into camp yeah we do all that um and we go above and beyond with it really and um, it's, it's hard to explain and not really supposed to explain it. It's men's business and right. it's sacred to us. So, um, okay. yeah, you sort of keep it in-house. But you can imagine, you know, you have those honesty sessions and you talk about where you come from and that, and uh, that's probably all I can give you. But it's something that um, being a proud black fella, you only really know the feeling if you're in there and you're around it. So, um, but, yeah, it's, it's something that's very hard to explain with words. It's just the emotions and hopefully you can see by the emotions of our dance tomorrow night and the way we perform that you'll be able to tell how we feel the war dances from both teams are the highlight for many people watching uh, how do you change it up year to year and is there something you draw inspiration from is there someone that leads uh the practice in these dances or you know is it choreographed externally yeah it's a good question um but we have our co- cultural advisors who come in and um they're a real proud dance group called Magara and they're um from the tweed coast um, so that's where their mob's from and, and they teach us a song and dance from their area and um, and then we, we sort of put our little mix in if we want to and then all the boys have their says in, in how we do it and how we want to do it. Uh, they're there to advise us but in the end of the day, it's, we're going out there and doing it and um, so if we want to add our little spin into it, we do. But the last couple of years has been pretty similar um, to how we're going to run it again but in saying that, we're doing that because we want the young Indigenous um, kids to look at it and and have a a core dance that they can they can lean back on and, and see their stars doing and you know the the haka that the Maldives or the New Zealand rugby teams do like it's all very similar and they all have the one and we sort of want to have the one that um, kids can draw inspiration on and go to school every single day and, and do the same thing that their stars are doing so um, but yeah we'll put a little spin on it. it'll be a little bit different to last year so we'll be keeping the same sort of foundation but then adding a little bit more spin to it just so everyone can look at it and go you know what that's that's the All-Stars dance. Nico, you got your uh, Sharks teammate, Tricky Trindle, with you. How's, how's his off-season been? Uh, yeah, he's been great. He, um, he's came back this year the best I've seen. You know, usually he enjoys his off-season a bit, a little tricky. And, um, yeah, he comes back a bit <laughs> sometimes underdone. But this year he's came back uh, from day one, ready to go. And although I wasn't there for the first couple of weeks because um, I was a bit, had a bit of extra time, he... I heard that he was training the house down ever since I've been back. He's been connecting well. He's talking a lot more and his professionalism's gone up another level. So hopefully we can see um, everything that he's been working on this preseason um, into the game tomorrow night and, and we can um, put a good combination in and, and show the Sharks fan what they're going to be seeing this year. Now, Nico, last week, uh, last year we spoke to you around about the same time and you were telling me about your your mind coach. Is, is that Do you start that during the footy season, at the start of the season, or does it all happen throughout the whole year? No, I just do it all year round. Yeah. Um, you know, my mindset needs to be um, at an all-time high every single day, not just in footy season. 
uh, something something I've continued to keep evolving and working on and um, um, yeah, just trying to work on every single day so I can and be a better man, not just a footy player. Are you finding more and more players are getting into that side of the mental athletes generally? Yeah, are you, are you, have you found a bit of a change since you've first started playing first grade, Nico? Yeah, for sure. I think it's um, been something that wasn't really aware to a lot of people um, probably 10, 15 years ago. And um, I only started really getting aware to it when I listened to Dan Carter speak about it and his experiences in the All Blacks. And and then my guy, um, who I knew very well, started speaking to me about it. So, yeah, and then I think it's starting to be like a – uh, a trend, if you will, like mm. you know how the ice baths are sort of a trend at the yeah. moment. Everyone wants mm. to be in an ice bath. Yeah, um, sort of like going along the path of of um, skilling your mind up, and I think it's very important to be at a, a top level as a as an athlete in any sport that it all starts in your mind. So um, I probably give it away a little bit too much when I um, in my speech when I'm on the telly. I mean, everyone's doing it. Everyone's going to catch up. But, uh, <laughs> Tell me three things that you're grateful for in your life right now. Three things. Three things that you're grateful for in your life. Well, family, the beach. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm grateful. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. one um, more. And what Bondi else? Bondi Hotel. No, no, because <laughs> I'm, ba- I'm banned. Um, what else am I grateful for? Family, friends. Friends, okay. This is the sort of thing, right, Nico? Like taking time to just acknowledge what you're grateful for, not take things for granted, be present in the moment. Is that the sort of thing you you work on as well with your mindfulness coach? Yeah, for sure. I um, I I do a lot of meditation, breath work, journaling, attention yep. uh, setting, and, and whatnot. I don't like I, I love and respect everyone who um, puts it out there about their grateful. So I I, I do it internally, but externally mm. I don't really put it out there because I feel like sometimes people can just like externally do it but not actually mean it just just put it on their instagram stories just to show that they're doing mm. it you know like when you say the um, beach <laughs> well, yeah that's right no, i'm grateful for the no, hang on hang on i'm grateful that the beach is there that i can go down and go for a swim like if i was nathan hindmarsh and i'm living in kenthurst i'm grateful that i don't have to go out to the pool okay is that not is that not... Oh, it could great. be a bit deeper than that. I say I can't do deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got mates who come to me with deep shit. I just can't. <laughs> I can't. Uh, maybe I've got to get better at that sort of stuff. Yeah. But look, you're learning lessons here today with Nico. Yeah. Uh, I'm try and find Nico a girlfriend. Nico, um, what are we looking for in a partner? Do you like... Uh, the end, I was making silly noises. What do you look for? You're looking for a girlfriend. What do you look for in a partner? What am I looking for in a partner? Mm. Good question, Brett. Um... A strong, independent woman. woman right. And who, what sort of industry would you like them working in? Anything like, for example, some people have a, a thing for nurses. Uh, some people... Uh, I, don't, I don't have a thing for any sort anything? of... Um, no, anything? No, someone who just has... Who's got hard hard work ethic and has got goals to keep moving up in their whatever world they're living in. You know? Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Is there anyone currently um, you've been dating or as friends or you've caught up with lately? Uh, yeah, actually, I just caught up with Margot Robbie on the Gold Coast when she was there for that. <laughs> yeah, how's, how's Margot? Is she all right? Yeah, she's great. She's great. Um, she got any movies coming out? She's just starting to produce one and 
they wanted a doppelganger of Heath Ledger, so they thought they should give me a call. Oh, okay. <laughs> Makes Fair sense. enough. Hey, we've got a... This This may be a vicious rumour. I'm not sure. Nugget oh, on the text on. line. What's Nugget want? He says, Hi, Fletcher Missile. Can Nico confirm or deny the rumours that he and Elise Perry are going to challenge Nathan oh, Cleary, Cleary and Mary Fowler as Australia's sporting couple powerhouse? Oh, wow. I don't know if there's anything behind <laughs> that. Has is there been nu- a photo is, or something? Is Nugget a mate of yours, Nico? I actually have no idea who Nugget is, and um, I've never even seen Elise Perry in my life. No. But I'm happy to challenge Nathan at any any time. So if Elise wants to go get some photos in a park, <laughs> roll <laughs> around. Do you reckon that was grass. set up? Of course I, I, it was. Yeah. Of course the full Adidas kit. Thanks for listening to the best of the run home. All the chats are on the YouTube now, but uh, Fletch, why were you swearing so I, much? I don't know. I let one slip through, a Freudian slip. I don't know. I was knocking around sort of these builders today and it just comes out. You just say, f*** me, f*** this, f*** that. And guess what? YouTube. I f***ing love it.